Hey everyone, welcome back to Beauty School Bobby. Today I am so excited to have a very special guest with us today. So somebody that's a little bit different but still in the beauty industry, this is Abby Ham. For those of you who are watching from Knoxville, you know Abby from WBIR. So she's the one that is giving you your news when you are waking up in the morning. Um, but Abby also has a really strong connection to the beauty industry. So we're gonna talk to her a little bit about that today. So welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Normally I'm used to sitting in that chair and doing interviews and today we flipped a little it's bit. It's so weird. I actually was I've interviewed you before on the show, yeah, haven't I? Yeah, we have. Yeah, I think it's really weird because I was like, I don't get nervous anymore. Like, I'm kind of like, whatever. But I'm like, you're such a pro. Like, <laughs> I've got to kind of like up my game a little bit. No, I, I, I'm not a pro. I just wing it. You know, it's like, it's just having a conversation. It's easy. People don't understand that on the news, like how much it's just kind of on the fly. Like, if you go in, like I remember when I came on for the first time being like, they gave you something right away. Like, and you were like, yep, got it. Like, whatever. Like, no practice. I was like, how? do you do this? Like it is on the fly sometimes. It's not as like scripted as people think it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this, the news stories that we read are clearly well produced right. and scripted so we don't get facts wrong. Right, but, yes. But the a lot of it is ad lib, especially yeah. you've been on in, in our more feature hours. And yes. those are, I mean, our interviews were all ad lib. Yeah, and, exactly. There wasn't like prep. It was like, hey, this is happening right now and you just got it. Yeah. Like, you're amazing. Well, you're sweet. I don't know about that. I, I do have fun. I, you know, I'm a genuinely curious person by nature. And so I have fun getting to know people. And I always, I mean, when I meet somebody new, I always ask them a million questions. Cause I'm like, I want to know what your story yes. is. That's like off air, not even as a journalist. Yes. So I'm, I think just being a naturally curious person makes you I don't know. Easy. For sure. Yeah. It makes it a good fit. It does. Definitely. So you have been on the air for 16 years with WBIR. So we were just talking about timeline a little yeah. bit. So how long have you been officially like a news anchor? Almost 20 years. That's so <laughs> crazy. 19 years this year, which yeah. is just crazy to think about. Yeah. And you started, so you went to school in Arizona, so uh -huh. went to college, so for journalism, yeah. um, broadcasting. I um, actually went for print journalism, which is like, really? everybody thinks, yeah, I think even my husband thinks I went for, yeah. <laughs> I went for uh, broadcast yeah. journalism yeah. because Arizona State has such a good broadcast school. It's the Walter Cronkite School of Journalism. I went to University of Arizona. <laughs> that is not ASU, yeah. <laughs> and I majored in print journalism. I wanted to write for fashion magazines. Oh my gosh, yeah, so that I, was dream, that was the goal. That was the goal. Yeah. And so um, when I graduated, I started, well, when I was in my last year of college, I got an internship with a local TV station in Tucson, mm -hmm. uh, KVOA, <laughs> and it was like this, oh wow, this is so cool. I loved the visual aspect of it. I loved um, just the, the whole, the whole um, idea of being a news anchor or news journalist was, on TV was something that was enticing to me. So yeah. I started, threw together a resume tape and started sending them out and I got hired in West Virginia, That's Parkersburg, West Virginia. Was so awesome. Yeah. And then landed here. And this is just, I mean, I, the second I moved here, the first night I remember like waking up in the morning. So we moved here the night that Lane Kiffin left. So we literally moved here, woke up the next day and chaos ensued. And we were like, so we weren't like huge college football fans. So we had no idea what was going on other than this city was like on fire. Yeah. Like it was crazy. So I remember like turning on the news and like watching, like you're just such a part of Knoxville. Oh, you're sweet. Um, I feel like we were talking earlier just about how people recognize you and know you here. I think it's, you're just such a Knoxville staple. I think it's really cool. Well, thanks. <laughs> I'm like the sun sphere. <laughs> yes, the sun sphere and Abby Ham. <laughs> 
I like gold. It works. Yes. Um, so I know that we were talking a little bit about how you, um, you know, have always been drawn to makeup. Yeah. Um, so for you to be in front of the camera all the time, like that's something that you've had to master. Um, and so I know a lot of people think that you just get to wake up in the morning and show up and you get your hair and makeup done, but that's not the case. Walk me through what a morning is like for you. <laughs> it's the number one question I get, aside from what color is my lipstick, um, is what time do I get up in the morning? Yes. So we wake up like in the wee hours of the morning, so three o'clock or before um, to get ready for the day. So you kind of just, you shower the night before, you have it all down to like a very tight system because there's no moment to spare in the morning. Right. So I get up, wash my face, brush my teeth, throw my clothes on, grab my makeup bag and I'm out the door. Make my coffee too. Yeah. I have to have coffee. <laughs> If I didn't have coffee. Um, and then I get to work and I do my makeup at the station. So, but you also get really used to like doing it super quick, mm -hmm. throwing your hair, you know, in flat iron, curl it, and then you're on set. I yeah. mean, you just, there's no moment to spare. So I think I've really mastered a very fast, very efficient beauty routine. Yes. So I want to talk to you about that. Yeah. So how long do you think it takes you? Are you like 15 minutes full face? Because also being on camera, you have to go a little heavier. There's certain tricks that you have to hit. It's not like just normal, I'm going to go pick up my kids. Yeah. Like this is like full face. So how long do you think that takes you? Um, To do my face, probably 20 minutes, okay. maybe 15 to 20. Yeah. And then to do my hair, just like five. I mean, that's... So fast. Yeah, it's fast. And, and you know, I'm not like, I do contouring and I do brows and I do, you know, some highlighter. I do all the stuff. It's mm -hmm. not like I skimp on what I'm doing. Yeah, I just no. do it quickly. Yeah. So are you in the room with anyone else? Like, do you guys have like your girl time where you get to like, you're all getting <laughs> ready together? Because I feel like that would be the most fun. Yes, it is. So my co-anchor is female and Heather and I are great friends. And yeah. so like this morning we were getting ready together and we were you know, musing about the weekend and talking about the news headlines that we were going to talk about for the day yeah. and what's happening in Ukraine, which is hard right now. So yes. uh, we're just getting ready. You know, it's, it is girlfriend time, but it's also like, ah, we got to get our stuff done and get out on set. And then we can talk to our commercial breaks. How many nightmares do you have about missing your Yeah, alarm? a lot. Those a are lot. my, or being on air without being ready. I think yes. that's another, you know, those work dreams that you have. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's being late or it's being on air without any makeup on. Yeah. <laughs> that's like my worst nightmare. <laughs> Has there ever been a day that you've gone on and been like seen yourself after and been like, I really messed up my makeup this day, or I really wish I would have done something different? Or are you just kind of like, it is what it is. I don't watch it. It happened and like move on. Well, you know, if I have it, not my makeup, my makeup's fine. It, my hair does some crazy things. Like we, you know, we cannot control our hair. Yeah, It's like, it's just going to do what it wants. Yes. Like today, for instance, I had this little piece, you can probably see that was, it's like in my widow's peak and it kept flopping over to the other side and sticking up and I'm like, ah, you know, and I don't, I don't use hardly any, I don't use hairspray. I don't use any kind of, I need to get some hairspray. Okay. Yeah. My hair guy's going to be really mad at me to hear that, but I just don't put a lot of product in my hair. So I, there's nothing that I can do to like make it better. Yeah. So if my hair is bad, I just try not to look in the monitor when yeah. I'm on and just <laughs> ignore like, I'm it. just not going to see Whatever. It. Well, and if you have like a lot of boys around or usually, I mean, typically not always, but production crew is more male. Um, and so they're not going to like pick no. up on it so much. Like I've made my husband, I've been like, listen, like you need to watch for this and this is what you need to look for. Like we've stopped before and like my husband will be like waving and he'll like we've stopped I think when we were recording in Nashville and he's like came over and found him like see that's what you need you have to have somebody that's gonna have your back you you absolutely do that's why it's good to have a female co-anchor exactly yes. <laughs> she's like what are you doing yeah you look weird today you gotta fix that <laughs> no I know in Knoxville you go to grow um, uh -huh. and so that's the salon that you go to do they prep you specifically for on-camera hair or are you still getting to go in as like a normal woman and be like hey this is what I like right now or does like viewer 
not opinion, <laughs> but does camera stuff come into play for you? Your opinions? They don't have any opinions. <laughs> <laughs> no one messages you at all, I'm Ever. sure, every day. Never. <laughs> if, if you know the, you probably do, the requests, the message request box, mine is... is pretty I'm sure. Lengthy. Yeah. <laughs> people really want to have an opinion on how, um, well, especially fem female anchors, how female anchors look. Well, I think so. You know, people are, I will say, they are so sweet in this yeah. town. And I've worked in other markets where people have not been really nice. You yeah. Know, the, the, my, when I worked in Cleveland, the viewers were definitely harder on me than the viewers down here. But I also think when you work in a market for so long, people know you so well. They feel like you're their friend. Yeah. And so I, I just think it makes people less cruel and less critical. Yeah, definitely. Um, but they do have opinions. <laughs> um, I get, you know, People miss my blonde hair. You yeah. know, I get that a lot. That's mm -hmm. probably, you know, if, if somebody is saying something, it's usually in a positive way. It's very mm -hmm. nice. Like, I like your hair, but I loved it blonde. Or yeah. they're sweet about it. Mm -hmm. But, I, you know, and as I said to you, you know, it's going to probably not happen for me to go back to blonde. Because yeah. it's just so much healthier to have your natural color. Yeah. And it's but made you, such a difference in you my... You have, like, a boss that's like, you have to look like this. Like, that's not a thing, no. right? Yeah. yeah. That's no. awesome. And, and, you know, they've embraced me. I just posted a picture on my Instagram page that showed me through the years. Because <laughs> I've been at... I, just on, what, March... Third, I think, was my 16-year anniversary on March 2nd. And it, I showed hairstyles throughout the year. I mean, I have had all different colors, all different styles. I had the, like, dramatic swoosh and, like, the angled cut for a while. And I, I've had terrible eyebrows. I mean, like, I just look back over the years and I'm like, oh, it's, like, cringeworthy, you know? So it's funny to have that record of all the styles and the makeup and all the stuff that you've done over the years. Yes, I know. And we have that there to now look back on it. Like, comes up every day and I'm like, oh, I know. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> that one is not a good one. Yeah. Well, it's good that you at least so good to have your freedom and to try out new trends. I mean, I think that you've like somewhat aged backwards. Like I feel like you You're look sweet. so young now. Thank you. Um, not that you looked older before, but I think that this look is definitely, you know, making you younger, which Thanks. is crazy because now you have three kids. Yeah. Um, so you are a mom on top of everything else that you're doing. I know that on, and I want to get into this a little bit in a second, but I know you do a lot in the community that isn't just like being on air and being, you know, that person in the morning for everybody. I think, you know, you do a lot to give back to. So let's talk about momming um, for a second <laughs> with this job. So, um, how so easy. You? Yeah. So you've got, um, two sons. Uh -huh. Um, so eight and 11, yeah, uh, so 11, seven. I always say he's eight. Cause yeah. I this oh, mom, brain. mom brain, mom <laughs> brain, 11, seven. And then I have a little girl who's one and a half. Yeah. So how has that transition been for you? Kind of like starting over. Uh, it's been hard. <laughs> How's that going? Yeah. So, you know, the boys can basically take care of themselves now. Yeah. I mean, they can make their own lunches. They can make their own dinners. We're at that golden spot, you know, and then, and then we decide to throw a baby into the mix. So, yes. uh, you know, they're so my boys are amazing. I mean, they are so helpful. They're so sweet to their sister. Aww. They are, I mean, they're the best boys. I'm a little biased, awesome. but they're the best boys. So I'm really lucky to have boys like them. So they're really helpful in, in like, I can say, Owen, oh, you know, he's 11. Mm -hmm. Owen, oh, watch Robbie. I'm going to go take a shower. Yeah. I'm going to go make dinner or whatever. And he's on it. Like yes. he doesn't miss a beat. That's awesome. And he's like, he's more concerned about her safety and well-being sometimes than I am because he's more paranoid. You know, I'm like, ah, she'll be fine. Yeah. Third kid. Yeah. She'll be fine. Exactly. And he's like, mom, mom. You know, he's, it's funny. Yeah. And so they're super helpful. But, you know, it's weird going back to the point 
and and now that she's mobile, yeah, and but not able to really understand what you're saying, so it's danger baby phase is what I call yeah. it, where she's just like, I'm gonna go anywhere and I'm gonna touch as everything, no matter what, yeah, yes. no <laughs> boundaries, this little one, and so um, it's a weird thing to go back to, but it's been amazing. Like yeah. I, it's so fun to have a little girl. You know, mm -hmm. I'm such a girly girl. Yes, I always thought I'd be the mom of girls. Okay, yeah. so then when the boys came, I was like, oh no no, I'm meant to be a boy mom. Like yeah. I love sports and I love, you know, all their guys stuff. I think it's so fun. So I think I'm good, you know? And then when we had her, it's like, oh, like my heart opened up just a little bit more and yeah. it's just fun to be girly with somebody. There is something different about a girl. I think that like, not only is there like a different relationship, I feel like we cannot leave each other. Like we're just, not that we're, I'm not as connected with my son, but I just think she craves that more where he was a little more like, okay, I'm going to go do my own thing. I'm going to go play or whatever. Like yeah. she's just like, attached and I love that so Sweet. I think there is something so fun and like I don't know if you've done this yet but I'm already like when can we book spa days like when can we go do all these things together because I'm like even just the little times that we'll get to like go shopping I'm like this is just like forecasting a little bit I think of like what our relationship will be like hopefully so girl time to, yeah it's just best friend you know my mom is like that with me so my mom and dad and brother all and sister-in-law they all live here yeah and so uh now you know we've all migrated here over the years but yeah. my parents I'm so close with both of them but my mom and I have such a special relationship and so I always wanted that yeah. you know my mom is like so cool and so accepting she's not critical you know she's let me make my mistakes like I hope that I'm just like a quarter of the mom that she yeah. is so I think having that relationship to look to and then knowing that I'm going to have a daughter that hopefully I'll share the same relationship yeah. with is really cool. It's so special. Were you always this close with your mom or do you think it changed like after you had kids? Did you guys get closer after or have you always I mean, we close? we had our our I had my like teen teenage it years. Was, yeah. I shouldn't say we had. I had my horrible teenage right. moments. <laughs> yes. My mom was amazing through it all. Um, no, we have always been close. Like, she has just always been, like, my very best friend. That's I mean, awesome. the, the, if somebody who knows ev literally everything about you and still mm -hmm. loves you, like, God bless them. Yeah. <laughs> Is she super close to your daughter? Is your daughter obsessed with oh, her? Oh, oh. Um, you know, she. they call her Doodah. My kids call Aww. her Doodah because she always sang that song. Yeah. You know, oh, Doodah Day <laughs> when they were growing up. And so she calls her Doodah. And it's one of, what, 10 words that she can say? Aww. I mean, I, I say 10. is probably not 10. <laughs> I mean, like, I can understand what she's saying, but, like, right. would the rest of the world know? Yeah. Um, so she, she'll she be in the back seat going, Doodah. Oh, that's so sweet. She loves sweet. my mama. That's, she also loves my mother-in-law. Yeah, that's like one of the most special things I think about having kids is seeing that relationship if, you know, having grandparents and like just seeing that is so amazing and like that help. Like, so how much of your crazy schedule, how much is it, is it mom? Do you have babysitters? Like who is helping you navigate all of this? <laughs> Juggle. Yes. <laughs> like throw them in the air and hopefully they fall somewhere. Yes. Um I have, okay, so my husband is from here. Mm -hmm. He went to Halls High School. And he, you know, he we met, he was in Atlanta, and we started dating long distance, and yeah. then he ended up moving back here. We got married and um, and had Robbie. So yeah. I've, I had a, my first husband, I had the boys, and then we got divorced, and then I remarried. Anyway, so his family's here too. So my oh, in-laws are amazing. My mother-in-law and father-in-law, they live in Halls. My two sisters-in-law also incredible. I mean, like, I'm so fortunate yeah. to have all the help. Like, my mother-in-law watches Robbie on Friday, 
Fridays, and this Friday she's going out of town, so my sister-in-law Tori is going to come and watch That's Robbie. Amazing. Like, it's amazing just the support. And my mom's more the person who they'll go spend the night with, or yeah. she'll have a more night because she still works a lot. But yeah. uh, she, Robbie's in just a little preschool. Yeah, I know with your schedule, it's got to be challenging to get all of that covered. Like, who can have someone come over at 3 a.m. to babysit or whatever? Well, when I was a single mom, yeah. that was really hard. Yeah. I had truly, I had a babysitter come to my house at three o'clock in the morning, wow. and she was with me. Sharon, God bless her, was with us for what eight or nine years watching my boys wow so she was like invested yeah she was helping that's me. like a family member also like at that yes. point yeah so when i said to her you're gonna have to start coming to my house at yeah. three in the morning she wasn't like no way she was like of course anything yeah. to make it work so i was really fortunate but now that travis is in the picture and you know yeah we he he's, can handle morning well he's amazing yeah. you know i mean it takes a lot to to have to get them out the door in the morning, to get her out the door in the morning, and for him to make it to work on time. So yeah. I'm really, I'm very lucky to have just incredible people in my life. Yeah, I think that roles have changed so much too for working moms. Like my mom and I have this conversation a lot because um, she was divorced also, and so we grew up with, you know, same thing. Like I'm used to the juggling, I feel like. I feel like that's kind of how it was. We were here or there with aunts and uncles and all that stuff, so we were really lucky. But I do think the role of like husbands has changed so much too. Um, I think not only is it like, just expected, but I do think that men are changing. And I think like, I can even hear like when my husband's talking like with his friends, like it's not so much like, okay, the mom just has to like do it all. They're stepping up and, and it's just a whole different experience. Like, and I love it. And I think it's just, it is that like we as women are doing more outside of the home. Um, and so like we have to have that help. Like it really is just like a, right before you came in, we were literally going through our schedule for today. We're like, okay, we have this doctor's appointment. We have this, we have this, like, are we good? You know, it's like, it's a meeting. Like, it's like, we have to have those <laughs> business meetings. We're like, okay, let's go yeah. over this, you know, but like having that partner is everything. I, I, that changes yeah. so much. We have this, he bought us this shared calendar. Yes. That we put. Yeah. And I am not. Wait, is it a digital one? Yes. Is it the skylight? Yes. yes same. Yeah. We okay. saw What's too. hilarious about it is I don't put anything in uh -huh. that yes. calendar mm -hmm. because that's just not my style. Wow. This is exactly how we're, we're doing the same thing right now. <laughs> and so my husband will be like, what, you know, I'll say, we've got this thing coming up this mm -hmm. weekend. He's like, is it in the calendar? Mm -hmm. And I'm like. No, it's not in the calendar. I'm never using that stupid calendar. I know. And like, I don't know if it's that like I have to write it down if it's like the digital part of this yeah. that I don't understand or whatever. Like we were going really strong yeah. for like a month. And then, no, then no. it just like dropped no. off. The I'm day. like, if so you want to just talk to me. Yes. Like, we can just have a conversation. We'll figure <laughs> exactly. it out. Exactly. <laughs> um, but it is, I, I think you're right. Uh, to your point about guys just stepping up. Mm -hmm. I mean, Travis is just an incredible father mm -hmm. to yeah. Robbie and he's an incredible stepfather to my boys. Yeah. And I'm. it's like... I, I couldn't work right. if uh, with three kids. Yeah. There's no way I could work and make it happen yeah. if I didn't have a helpful spouse. I yeah. mean, that's just part of it. You know, and he works hard too. So mm -hmm. we're both just kind of, sometimes during the week, it's like we're just like passing the football. You know, who's, yeah. who's going to pick up? Who's going to get the kids here? We've got basketball and baseball practice tonight. How are we going to get the kids? It's logistics. You yeah. know what I mean? It is. But it's so much more. I mean, my husband and I say, like, it's just a team at this point. Like, we are such a team and we're just like working together on this where I think even though like Will's only eight, I even think like eight years ago, it was different. And I think like there's just this change that's, you know, that's coming and that's happening. And it's, I think it's less like, it, I think for a while it was almost like emasculating for them, for men to like be that dad. Like, I think I saw it a lot of like the, like my friends, like, you know, and talking, you know, with their husbands and like whose responsibility was what. And I know that every relationship is different and I think everyone just kind of has to find their thing. But I think for a lot of us that are working and juggling a lot, like it just, 
it had to change to where it was like so accepting for them to be the ones. I tell my husband all the time, I love it when I go pick up my daughter and there's so many dads in the pickup line. Like oh, that's yeah. something I've noticed a change in, you know, I think it was so feminine for so long to do that. And now I'm like, look at these dads. And I think it's just going to change the generation that we're raising. And I love that my son sees that and your sons are seeing that. I mean, yeah. I think it's going to change, like literally going to change the world. Cause and I was raised by, well, she, my mom stayed home most of my childhood. Mm -hmm. She went, she had jobs here and there, but my dad was the main provider. Right. My mom stayed home mm -hmm. and my mom was president of the PTA and she was always at school and she was, you know, volunteering. There's, she was teaching aerobics, volunteering at the school, volunteering for various things. So it was amazing to have yeah. that, to have that in my life, honestly, mm -hmm. because I didn't want her to work. Yeah. I loved it. Right. And so I try to find a balance, you know, I'm right. still, I'm the room mom mm -hmm. for Owen's class. I'll I'll be the room mom for Hatcher's class next year. So I try to still be involved as much. I'm going on a field trip with Owen on Wednesday and I'm able, I'm able to do that right. because my work hours, you know, the bulk of my job is when nobody is awake, right? which yeah. is perfect. Or they're awake, hopefully, but still at home watching, drinking their coffee and watching. Yes. <laughs> hopefully they're awake. But, yes. you know, it's like the majority of, uh, the bulk of my day is finished at nine. Mm -hmm. And then I have other things like, yeah. or, you know, volunteer stuff. Like I have a lunch with Habitat for Humanity after this. Or I've got a story I'm working on, so I'm going to do interviews for that. You know, it just depends on the day. But it's nice to be able to have the flexibility at work so you can be a mom. Right. Yeah. And I think you kind of have to make that happen. I think that, like, you kind of have to make decisions in your career path that are like, this is what I can do. It's like setting boundaries at this point of, like, yes, I can do this and I can take this on. But like you said, like, you had a mom that was present and you want to be present. It's yeah. not like we're just like, okay, bye. Like if somebody else is going to raise you, like that's not what I want at all. I want to be able, yeah, to do exactly what you're doing, like going on the field trips and stuff. And I think that exists. I, I heard somebody say recently that there's like never going to be balance. It's just going to be different days when you're able to do the things that you want to do. There's never going to be a perfect, like I'm the mom 24 seven and I have this career 24 seven and I have this. It's like the pieces are going to move at times, like where your job's going to need a little bit more of your attention. Um, but then there's going to be times that you get to do all the things that you're doing. And I think it's just scheduling and like setting those boundaries, Yeah. but that does exist. And I think like encouraging people to find that, you know, is something that I'm so passionate about because I think, um, yeah, like I said, it exists and we can do it. And, but it does, take just a village and it takes, you know, the role's changing a little bit. Yeah. And, 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 and it's just a constant, like you said, just a constant balancing act. Yeah, definitely. So, um, you have a passion for the beauty industry. Yes. So you actually do makeup tutorials. And so yeah. I know, um, you all can follow Abby at Abby ham on Instagram. Um, and we'll like put the link in the, um, down below if you're listening on the podcast or it'll be tagged if you're watching on video. But, um, so tell me a little bit about how you started doing makeup tutorials and how, like, when did this start and what kind of motivated you to do this? Okay. So we talk about parental influence in this interview quite often. Um, we already have like three times, but my mom is <laughs> yes. always into makeup. I mean, you should have seen her and I, I'll never forget like one picture that stands out in my mind. It was Olin Mills. Do you remember? Yes, like, of course. <laughs> that was the best. Yeah. It's my mom holding me. I'm just a baby. And her hair is so 80s. She has the headband in. She's got the like cute workout top and just, she's just fabulous, fabulous 80s lady. Love. And, um, 
I, you know, so growing up, I always saw my mom get dressed up wherever she went. I mean, she's a typical Southern lady. Yes. Like, always had to be ready when we yeah. went anywhere. And so I grew up just watching her do her makeup, and then I would play in her makeup, and then I started doing my makeup. I just always loved it. So, you know, I probably have been through phases of wearing too much or, you know, I mean, like, you look at some of my pictures, I'm like, why did I wear that lipstick shade? But um, over the years, I've just really perfected it, I think. And we've learned a lot. Like, in the, I was already Okay, I was already good at makeup in my in my eyes. Mm -hmm. I, I already knew what I was doing at a yeah. young age. But like when you get into this business, you're coached. You go to like different makeup artists and they teach you how to do it. And they teach you what colors work and how to do this and that. I've taught myself a lot, honestly. But over the years, we've had consultants and makeup artists and hairstylists, you know, give us tips on our appearance, like to achieve our best look for camera. Um, so I've been trained loosely, um, but I've also just... Like, I'll see a makeup video that I'm like, ooh, I want to learn to contour. And then I'm like, I learned it. And then, you know, it's kind of fairly easy to learn a lot of little tips and tricks right now on Instagram because there's makeup tutorials everywhere. If you follow one influencer, you probably get dosed with it at least six times a week. If you yeah. follow multiple influencers, which most people do, it's in your feed every day. Mm -hmm. So um, I feel like I've just always had a passion for it. I love it. I love trying new makeup and new things. People will always ask me, what's your number one makeup item? And I'm like, well, I'll tell you this month, it's this, but next month it's going to change because <laughs> yeah. I just, I always like to try new things. Have you ever tried anything that you're like, oh, that didn't work? Was there anything? Uh, in, I, I messed mean, up my brows pretty bad at one point trying like some trend that I saw. Um, well, my brows have been, they've, they've been through interesting phases. Okay. <laughs> like I have uh, hair there, but it's blonde. So my brows are really what I make them. <laughs> yes. Like you have to create them yeah. every day. You have to make and you know, them. like the thinner, like Gwen Stefani from the 90s yeah. brows, I had those. Um, I had them be too bushy and too dark. I had them be too pointy in the inside. And it's yeah. just like, it's a, it's an ever changing process. Yes. My brows have changed probably the most of anything. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just what it is. But I've learned, you know, I've learned how, but I'm, I'm always changing them. Like a couple weeks ago, I was, I had this brow pencil and I was like, Ooh, I think that's too dark. I'm going to lighten them. Yeah. You know, so it's like literally week by week I'm changing stuff. Yeah. And so are you filming any of that stuff? Like trying, like, what can we see? Um, what kind of makeup tutorials are you doing? Are you doing like day to night? Are you doing like, what are you, what was my last one? Doing? My last one was a few months ago. I need to do another one. Actually, I just got a message today saying, <laughs> where are your makeup tutorials? I'm like, I need to do them. <laughs> um, but I did, uh, contouring. Okay. And then a light, like a light, fresh, foundation look like yeah. I didn't do eyes what was my first one? Oh, I did a lip trick yeah um I did lips and then I did contouring and then I did just like a fresh face foundation because I don't like too cakey too yeah. cakey of makeup were you nervous at all jumping into this like when you filmed your first one were you like I'm not gonna post this were you like I'm scared to post it were you like waiting to see if people liked it or were you pretty calm because you're on screen a lot so you're on camera I guess that part isn't as intimidating it's not you know and I just kind of like you just throw stuff out there sometimes to see what sticks right I mean yeah. sometimes people aren't gonna receive it well and that's okay I'll just move on and yeah and we won't do more in the future. But I, the, the makeup tutorials are something I love, I'm passionate about, it's just fun. Mm -hmm. But they came from viewers. People would message me and be like, how do you do this? What's your what's your lip technique? What lip, I get lip a lot. The lip colors, are, it's the number. <laughs> and I always laugh, because I'm like, well, it's like eight things blended together. So yeah. forgive me for like the eight product list on my lips. But I, if you just had to pick two items, I'd get this and this. Yeah. But um, I think that it's, it's just a, uh, 
it was just kind of a fun thing, like at a creative outlet for me. Yeah. Because, you know, normally it's news headlines and it's kind of dark and yeah. it can be heavy and sad. And so I wanted something just to lighten up my feet or lighten up my day. Yeah. That's so awesome that you found that in this industry because I think that that is something that like a lot of people that are in this industry, they feed off of that. That it's you get to help and you get to make a difference and you get to just this community is different and I love that you're a part of it. Like I think it's so cool that you're jumping into this because like you said, like people look at you all the time. Like it's you, even though they're listening for news, I mean, they're looking at you and they get connected with you. So being able to like have that, I think is, is so fun. And I think that outlet's really cool. Um, I think that one of the things that people I'm sure are like looking to also is like, we're all getting older. So like the <laughs> other crazy thing is like, we have these girls. It's funny. Like when I go into high schools to speak to the cosmetology classes, I'll go in and I'm like, these girls are so pretty like they run i know there's like that meme that's like they got to skip like the ugly like foundation not matching i know like, and what is that <laughs> i mean like i had this weird makeup and hairdo honestly do you it's remember so when bad. when you used to do like the twist this yes. is in the 90s the yes. twist back with the little butterfly, butterfly clip clips. it's happening again everywhere it's wild <laughs> it's wild i won't be doing that for a <laughs> too old for that but i, I did do it in the, turn 90s. On the news and someday i'm like i oh, know abby lost it she has butterfly clips in. <laughs> that's when we know the breakdown's coming and like, like a dark the, moody lipstick. Oh my gosh, it's like wild. Drew Barrymore like, circa what was the what was the show shoot? Mad Love. Do you oh remember? My gosh, yes. She had the blonde kind of spiky hair oh, and yeah. the dark lipstick. That was the she was my liner being she was like my girl. so dark too. Yeah. Like I know, and that was like my favorite. And it is coming back. And like I remember like when Clueless came out, oh. being like, oh my gosh. But we were we didn't have this. Like we had our like for me, it was like my older cousins being like I was playing with their makeup. Like I didn't have anybody saying. Hey, this is how you contour. This is how you whatever. Like I didn't learn that till literally I was in my twenties. Yeah. Um. So I think as we're all getting older, having babies, being moms, like I never have like fallen into the like I'm a mom, so I just am gonna be done trying. I'm like, no, I'm trying harder now. Yeah. And I'm doing more to make sure that I'm looking good, like as much as I can. <laughs> it more becomes now. harder. <laughs> yes, exactly. And so I'm sure that that's like it too. Is like we're all. I mean, my friends and I are always talking about like different tricks and. Um, I know that um, we both see Brooke um, next, um, uh -huh. and so we both get our Botox done there. Um, and wait, am I allowed to and say that? Yeah. Okay, you can. cool. Okay. Skincare is also really important. Yeah. And I, a lot of people ask me about that as well. So I think yeah. it's important to have a good uh, medical grade skincare that you use. Like, there's one serum that I just, I absolutely swear by. And yeah. if, if I got nothing else, it would be that. So I think it's important to find those products for yourself. Yeah. And we're all just helping each other out. I think that's the other, like, the good part about the mom community is we're all just, like, helping each other out. <laughs> we're all just trying to thrive, right? Exactly. Trying to keep our youth, too, which gets progressively harder as well. Yes. So if you were not um, a news anchor, do you think had, like, YouTube and Instagram in this industry? Because I, I always say, and I was in it, I mean, I watched the boom happen. Like I've been at Tennessee School Beauty for 10 years now. So I watched the change happen and so much of it was Kylie Jenner. Um, so much of it the was lips. the lip kit. And then all of these tutorials came from that. And so I watched this boom happen. Do you think, had you been, you know, at 18 years old at that time, do you think that this is the industry that you would have gone in? Or do you think that journalism still would have been the passion? Uh, yes. Such a good question. You know, um, People ask me sometimes, what would you be if you weren't a news anchor? I've been a news anchor for so long that it's hard to even think about. But I think the beauty industry, um, I love interior design too. I, like if I would have gone down different creative rabbit holes when I was in college, I might have explored more. Yeah. But my grandfather was a writer for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Wow. Um, and so I think I always really, he was, he, he was passed away when I was born. But 
um, I always kind of just like his memory yeah. was like through that, my dad's dad. And so I, I just had this sort of passion for writing and passion for journalism. Yeah. I wanted to write for fashion magazines, as I yeah. said. So maybe it would have taken me in a beauty direction. Like, and I always loved makeup. But when I was exploring careers, beauty wasn't as big as it is now. Right. Like if if now I were 18, yeah, yeah I probably would have picked it in a heartbeat. I love it. Yeah. I would have loved to have been like a doing something like, you know, TV and beauty, trying to yeah. combine it or something. It would be cool. It's not too late. We can no, it is. It's funny how there just is that it's such a creative outlet. And so like everything, you're clearly such a creative person, like Thanks. to even be drawn to like the interior design and all of that. Um, it's really cool that you found your outlets, but you do have time outside of this that you get to kind of explore those things. And I think it's really cool that you still do that. And I think it's a really good message to send to keep following your passions, to keep following those those, you know, hobbies that you find, even if it's not your main career, keep doing that because I think you have to have that outlet. It so has to important. come out like somewhere. So. I totally agree. Yeah. The the weight of the world can sometimes weigh heavily on your shoulders in, in your real job or at home or, mm -hmm. you know, people dealing with hardships all the time. So yeah. it's nice to have something that brings you joy. Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here with so us today. Happy. And maybe we will steal her. I'm looking at Rob <laughs> in the back. I'm like, can we get her? Um, but hopefully we'll um, see more of you and more of this tutorial you've got to do another one for sure and make sure you guys are following Abby it's at Abby Ham on Instagram make sure that you follow us at Beauty and Style Network follow me at Beauty School Bobby make sure you like this video subscribe leave that five-star review and we will see you next time guys bye